Because I know me, and if I had chosen to become a mom, I can 100% say CG's wouldn't have grown to be what it is today. Without CG's, there is no being. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Because the success of CG's... It was kind of a you know well-oiled machine, so I could step back and do the bean. So without that, there's no bean. Without the bean, there's no candle company. Providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is powered by her with Tiffany. Anton. Welcome back to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton, and um, I have I always have like a special place in my heart for you, CG so kind i mean we had to like record a pilot episode yeah. do you remember that a test run yeah and they had to decide whether this was gonna fly or not and yeah. we passed we did and then we had to come in and record the same thing again they wouldn't even let us use that pilot Let's just act like this never happened yeah so we had to come back that was like five over five years ago now that's insane that's crazy somebody said to me the other day um you were podcasting before podcasting was cool and i was like yeah i don't I, let's not go that far you were in Cookville though <laughs> I, mean, I mean we're a little late to yeah, trends yeah and that's okay but you were definitely ahead of the podcast game well and Cumberland. i don't know why i really like i was i started at stonecom and i you know, they were kind of just using podcasts for content, but for me, like I just, well, I do everything a hundred percent, 120%. All or nothing. Yeah. So like I, you know, they were like, oh, we'll just take a picture of some random person and use it as the, the, you know, image for the podcast. I was like, that's not good enough. No. Like we're not going to do that. So, no. um, welcome Thank you. <laughs> for those who um, can't tell by your voice, your voice is also the intro of our, yes. you, you know, you do the background track yes. of our, um, uh, music. So CG England is here today. If you have not listened, she's been on two. I think you opened season three mm-hmm. and you opened the podcast in general. So we told your story about yes. CG's boutique in the first one. That was kind of, I mean, that was the only That was all you, I had going on. did at that time, <laughs> which is crazy now. Yeah. Um, you also have a coffee shop with your husband and you have a candle company yeah. and a furniture store. Yeah. And, and that's all. And a dog. And a dog. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just a community leader. You're a, a female Thank in our you. community to kind of inspire others. And you are um, definitely uh, one of the people, when I think of Power by Her, I definitely think of you and, and the community you. that we're building. So you built a great community. Well, and, and I think it's it's easy because we have that community. Yeah. You know, we have such amazing female leadership and we have amazing female business owners. So much of the, the west side of our little downtown area is female owned. And I didn't even notice that until you said that on, I don't even know if it was your podcast, but I was like, oh my gosh, there are a lot of women business owners. Yeah. Majority which, on the west side. Which I think is, you know, it's been such, I've been in Cookville for 10 years now and, um, it, it well, there wasn't the businesses and the thriving economy of the downtown area like that no. when I, when I moved in. No, cause we moved, I moved back about the same time mm-hmm. nine years ago and yeah, you can go down this street and none of them were really here. Yeah. Then. And it's just, it's so nice to see kind of the, the collaboration and the camaraderie amongst the business owners. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is what helps 
a, a community thrive when you're you're on an island by yourself and you just feel so worn out and you don't have anybody else saying yeah I feel like that too sometimes yeah um, it's hard it's very hard like that's in business and in every aspect of life in general I think for sure you got to have your people <clears throat> your people to support you before we jump too far into it I'm gonna take a second to thank our partner I absolutely love Christmas I think you're the same way mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. we love Christmas um, I love everything about this season the decorations the events the food all of it what's your favorite part about Christmas season the food the food not and, and as a retail for yeah. shopping is that part of it no yes I love sh- I love it all yeah. like I love shopping I love the food I love the parties I love decorating well speaking of the parties with so many events to attend or host it can be overwhelming for a busy person to get it all done mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's like do I even want to go to this because I don't want to p- bake a dish to pass right. you know Luckily, we have Honey Baked Ham in Cookville to help you out. From main dishes of ham or sliced turkey to side dishes of potatoes and green beans and even cheesecakes, Honey Baked Ham in Cookville has you covered this holiday season. Call Honey Baked Ham at 931-520-4426 or visit honeybakedham.com and search for Cookville. Yum. Yum. Now I'm kind of hungry. Me too. I want some food. I want a ham biscuit. Ham biscuit. <laughs> so, um, CG... We everybody knows so much. They feel like they know so much about you. Sure, um, I'm an open book. You are an open book, and you talk about all the things. And and you've had your own podcast. And um, roommates has has probably shown people even more mm-hmm. of of into you you know who you are. But there's one topic in particular that that you felt led to talk about. So why don't you why don't you go ahead and introduce our topic? So. Wow, straight into it. Straight so into it. So before we like head into it, this is something that Tiffany and I have talked about honestly for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a subject that I want to say I'm not trying to like show my point of view. I'm not trying to persuade people to have my point of view. This is simply an answer to a question that I got asked a lot over the past seven years well and let me just say people listen to this podcast all over Mm -hmm. but and i say this a lot we are in the bible belt and the south of the united states yes and there is a lot of pressure on what life should look like yes especially as a strong leader of our community you should have the the same life Mm -hmm. that every and and i go through this as well i'm i'm a single woman doing things and and it's like well don't wait don't worry you'll find your husband and it's like well that's not the lacking of what's you know but there's so much pressure when you're kind of in that leadership position you're running businesses you're doing the things but yet your life doesn't look like what society society tells you you it should be so you fall in love right and then when are you getting married Mm -hmm. you get married when are you having kids Mm -hmm. so for the past seven years i have you know, kind of dodge that question because I have been afraid to answer it because I did not ever want to offend anyone, but I just turned 40 and I'm like, you know what? It's okay. My answer is okay because it's my answer Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying, like I said, to sell this lifestyle or something. I'm simply answering a question for my life. And, and one thing about that is that often you're getting tried to be sold a different answer than than the answer yes. for your life so actually i made notes so of the answers i'm gonna i'm get. gonna just um first of all say are you having children so we're just gonna go there i am not having children okay so you can you, you because can answer i have that. chosen to not have children and it's not a 
Poor CG. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, well, you'll change your mind. So go, go ahead. She's got a list yep. of. Um, so the list is um, you will never know true love until you have a child. Who will take care of you when you're old? You're being so selfish. Ooh, you will definitely selfish. change your mind. Um, don't you want to leave a legacy? Your poor family. You would be such a great mom. Mm-mm. So I hear those. Yeah. So let me take it all the way back. When I was, I took it like, I almost backed out of this podcast yesterday (laughs) because I was like, I can't, I don't ever, ever, ever want to offend anyone or make anyone upset. Right. right? But this shouldn't be that. This should be like, maybe someone is listening and they're like, gosh, I feel that and it's okay. And even if it's not the decision to not have children, it could be this decision to to be a stay-at-home mom oh my and God. not work and or it could be yes. the decision to this is about societal norms correct that not just not having children yeah that's exactly right and and the judgment that it's hard enough to be um sure of your feelings and your thoughts on something mm-hmm. and with so much pressure of like just the big society with like a capital s yes. and then your current society right in front of your face it's it's so hard it makes it so much harder you're supposed to like be fit and be a business owner and have 2.5 kids and have a dog and like Mm -hmm. that's a lot each one of those things are a lot so do what you can and do what you want and don't let anyone pressure you into doing something because it's normal for sure but I talked to my mom and I was like I don't ever remember playing mommy like (laughs) I'm taking it all the way back because I'm like Mm -hmm. really trying to dive into this. Like, why do I, why did I not feel the societal norms? So when I had like babies, I played like dress up with them or I like (laughs) cut their hair or fix their hair. Yeah. I I was never like the mommy. Mm -hmm. And then like growing up, I always watched movies and I wanted to be the cool aunt that like moved away and came home for the holidays. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I got married after college and you know, I've, I've been married before and in that marriage, my first husband did want children, but I knew how unstable we were. And I finally opened my eyes and saw all the red flags. And I was like, there's no way I would bring a baby into this. Mm -hmm. So then I, I got divorced when I was 27, I think 28. And so I didn't date for a long time. I dove headfirst into my career in Atlanta, climbed that corporate ladder, but something was missing. I had no sense of community. I wasn't serving anyone. I wasn't helping anyone. I was literally going to work and then going home to an empty condo. And if you have not listened to Lisa Yurick's podcast at all, um, she talks about how serving lights up your brain and it just, Mm. nothing lights up your brain like serving others. Um, And so kind of just a side note on that of, Mm -hmm. of just how you can be a fulfilled person yes and that's what I crave mm-hmm. is to serve and to help so okay I'm, I'm in Atlanta I'm climbing the corporate ladder I'm not really dating because I, I don't have time I decided to start dating it was horrible <laughs> I was like dating these guys that were just straight up trying to pretend they were something that they weren't and so then I'm, I'm fast forwarding but I moved back to Cookville Michael and I meet it's so refreshing because he's so honest like from the jump and very early on because we were in our 30s we were very honest like hey we want to get married we want to spend our life with someone and the subject of children came up while we were dating and at that time I was 33 and I was like I'm sorry I was 32 and I was like I I 
can't say that I do want them, but I'm also not saying absolutely not at this Mm -hmm. point. I don't know. So at that time, I began to pray specifically, God, if it is your will for Michael and I to have children, please put that desire on my heart and on his heart. Mm -hmm. And like we prayed about it and then we decided to get married. And so we got married when I was uh, a few months shy of 34 okay so I'm, I'm 34 a couple months after we get married and like still nothing and I'm like you know praying over my pop tart in the morning praying that prayer like <laughs> fit your will put it on my heart because society that's what you see women are moms mm-hmm, right like mm-hmm. every woman I mean most of them that I know and all my friends are moms mm-hmm. and so I begin to think like why don't I want kids mm-hmm. what is you know so well then, and you are people will say oh, but you're so kind like you like the last um, thing you said is you would be, you such, would be a such a good mom. mom I mean that's such a huge compliment yeah but but there's a, a, like there are a lot of beautiful things and and for most if in case this is your first time just stumbling upon oh, by her it's heavy I am a mom <laughs> Um, I am a mom, but I was very similar to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I remember when I was in high school, I had a lot of uh, difficult relationships with my mom and my stepmom growing up. Mm-hmm. So I had no example of what a mother should be. Right. Um, and so I remember thinking, saying, I really don't think I, I want to have kids to one of my aunts. And my, my, my aunt had, my cousins are in their 20s now. So I was m- much older. I was kind of yeah. like an aunt to them. And she, again, you'd make such a great mom. And I was like, I just don't know. Yeah. And then I remember saying, I I definitely don't want daughters. Like, if anything, I don't want daughters. God has such a sense of humor. For sure. (laughs) And I think for me, I was really like a mother-daughter relationship is so much pressure like mm-hmm. being the example being the one that's like guiding them but then being there enough that you have a relationship with them to be able to know that they can come to you but you're right. st- you're not their friend right. so it's just you know hopefully you can be friends when they're adults mine are 10 and 13 right now and, and it just it was a lot and mm-hmm. so when I did get married I think the societal pressure I mean I got married younger mm-hmm. I don't think I even really wanted to get married necessarily that's another thing that society you gotta get married for sure you're done with college clock's ticking and i was i was dating a guy and so i thought well this is the next step and i remember kind of like some of our other friends were waiting and i was like they're they're just judging us because we're getting married it wasn't this i'm so in love and i can't wait to spend the it was just like this is the next thing i'm supposed to do yeah about a year into our marriage I was told, well, maybe six, eight months into our marriage, I was told I probably couldn't have kids. And I was um, having some fertility, not that I was trying, I was Mm -hmm. just trying to regulate my cycle. And Mm -hmm. I was, um, they said, you're probably not ovulating. And if you're trying to get pregnant, let's do something about it. And I said, well, I'm not, I'm just trying to not get pregnant right (laughs) right now. Um, And just after a year of, of being married, I took pregnancy tests and I was like, oh, wow crap here we go I'm probably stronger words than that but <laughs> I try and make a PG podcast it was a, I was like holy smokes yeah it was a lot and I was and already <laughs> just being married for just a year you're still trying to figure out marriage and I knew again it was the societal pressure this is not something I talk about often at all um but the societal pressure of getting married you know we were friends but it wasn't like this like great romance um and it was okay but I knew I wasn't in this like I I just felt like it wasn't what a marriage should be right and now I'm bringing a child into this and I'm like oh my gosh but there's so many people that feel that way but we're so 
not ashamed but like embarrassed to say that for sure and michael too his first marriage he's like oh my god why did we get married because hindsight's 2020 for sure and so many people do it because it's the next step Mm -hmm. and like oh he's okay and he's he's a good guy i guess that's not a reason i'm to get so married. much like um set on on that there are good people that aren't right for each other Amen. and that you know your person is not going to be the person that you know if you can't stand to ever be outdoors your person's not going to be a lumberjack that it loves camping right that's just and that's okay that's that doesn't okay. make them a bad person yes i dated a guy that was very um simple or maybe a little back, backwards he was the nicest guy every time I went over to his house he had like snacks for me he asked me my favorite kind of ice cream always had that kind of ice cream in the freezer it was very he was very very kind but that's not enough he wasn't my person kind isn't enough um and we would fight about politics a lot that's not and yeah. I don't even really care about politics right like so that was a lot and so it was and we we we've remained friends but it just he wasn't my person. Yeah. And I try and tell him that all the time. I'm like, I, you're a good person. You're just not my person. And now that we're the age that we are, yeah, you feel more comfortable doing that. For sure. As to where in your early 20s, you're like, I need yes. to find someone. For sure. <laughs> you just feel like it's a rat race. So kind of back to my story with my kids, I wasn't in a great place in my marriage and I kind of knew that and then um and Mia was born and then we moved to New Mexico and I have probably never been so depressed in my entire life I gave up I stopped working I was a, a high school teacher stopped working le- left all my friends my family is in Michigan oh we're in New gosh. Mexico across the country and if it were not for me I would not have made it through that time wow um, like it's important that God puts on your heart or God puts on um you know in your life what you're supposed to have at that time and he knew that you needed Mia because he could see what's coming up for sure for sure so it's interesting because it's like you know I think we we do have some choices that we make in Mm -hmm. life but we also have you know a higher power Mm -hmm. that whatever your higher power is that is kind of steering your life in the way that you should and so I think often and we're kind of talking about societal pressure norms fighting against what what you're kind of told mm-hmm. is the right thing to do or the right um, way your life should look is hard sometimes. Yeah. So we fight then to fit into that societal norm. And that's not necessarily, we're fighting so hard for something that maybe isn't the way our life right. is supposed to go. And you can feel it when you're doing that. It's like you're swimming upstream. For sure. And, and I, you know it, but it's like... <laughs> for sure. Well, and I think in your situation, okay, what if you gave into that pressure and mm-hmm. said, okay, well, you know, you, I, I would make such a good mom. So I should try this. Well, then maybe you're having fertility issues right. that really are banging your head against the wall. Maybe that often can, can at times ruin a, a really great marriage yeah. because of, of that. Yeah. Um, you could have, or you could have a child and then that is not you're not fulfilled you're not happy you're right. you know all these other things where if you kind of look at the trajectory of where things go you know you have you and your husband have opened a coffee shop that employs mm-hmm. special needs people mm-hmm. and um maybe that couldn't have happened if you were that 100 percent couldn't have happened because i know me and if I had chosen to become a mom, I can 100% say CGs wouldn't have grown to be what it is today. Without CGs, there is no being. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Because the success of CGs 
it was kind of a you know well-oiled machine so i could step back and do the bean so without that there's no bean without the bean there's no candle company so well and let me just say one of the comments that you said that you get from people is what about your legacy don't you want to leave a legacy the bean is my legacy well and i wouldn't even say if people go back and this is four and a half years ago that we recorded your very first podcast and i remember you talking about somebody that had come in i don't know if you remember this or not but somebody had come in um they were shopping for their child's funeral oh yeah and um you got to, to be there with them and and shop for the hardest day of their entire life that had just happened the week that we were recording, recording. that yeah i remember yeah. that like it was yesterday so i think that it, as much as it feels sometimes we get so um go 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 and we're a mile down the road and we forget that we're actually right here not right. a mile down the road right and um so to me as much as it's like the beans my legacy well what about this lady who probably re- still remembers to this day mm-hmm. four and a half years later that you shopped with her for her her child's funeral yeah what about the graduation you know um <clears throat> um, parties or ceremonies yeah. or whatever that you have helped people you know women shop for yeah. their dresses or mothers or um my mom i brought my mom in there and she bought a dress and she oh this is my cd's yes. dress and she always you know it makes her feel some kind of way yeah. and instills confidence in her that she probably doesn't always you know have otherwise yeah. and so i think sometimes like to for- me that's just like my job mm-hmm. in quotations but you're right. I think we f- sometimes forget the legacy we're, we're making. And so for, for me, sometimes I've, I've, I feel kind of torn sometimes because, yes, I'm doing a lot to try to um, put out good things that my kids are proud of. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I am, you know, so I'm doing the bigger good of a legacy, I hope, for, yes. for the community of Cookville. But I am a mom. And yes. so I am having to try and like, you know, I don't ever want my kids to feel like you're pouring into all these other people. And, and these, here we are. Yeah. Right. We're here. You're you know, doing, you're not doing that. You're doing a great job. <laughs> well, thank you. I, am a, I have a front row seat to that. You're doing a great <laughs> job. I can remember, you know, when I, after I was married and obviously I have close close friends that are moms and they would share their stories about how all they've ever wanted to be was a mom and like I never felt that yes and then I remember another friend was like well we had our son and then I just knew I just knew and to hear her tell this story she had to have a little girl she had the little girl she knew her family was complete Mm -hmm. like I never had that yeah I never like I could not relate I'm like in the circle listening to the story like I've never experienced that well and I I I guess and that's kind of why I share my experience as well because I think all of it's okay yeah because not Uh, every mom did have that experience when I got pregnant again complete surprise shock not planning this not even at a healthy place in my marriage um my sister had just gone through a divorce. She had just turned 30 and she had just gone through a divorce. So she, I remember telling my family at Christmas, she was cry. She cried. It was, she was so mad. Feel that too. So I was like, and, and my two of my best friends were, had been trying to get pregnant and they were struggling. I did not connect with my pregnancy until the moment she was born. And then I was like, Oh my God, it's a girl. Oh my God. Here we go. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I remember saying that the night she was born around the (laughs) afternoon and that night I was like, Oh my God, it's a girl. Here we go. Buckle up. Like then you also have the guilt of your friends that are desperately trying mm -hmm. to be a mom. And then you're like, I didn't even really I know I didn't this isn't really necessarily what I wanted and that's a heavy burden I think it's interesting because you you talk about um you know you are very 
direct in your prayers. Oh, I, man. I've had surgery the past couple of years, and you're always like, this is this what you is pray what for? <laughs> pray for the doctors, their hands to be steady, <laughs> them to remember everything. Like, I'm really, like... I'm a firm believer in specific prayer. Direct. You gotta let them know. Yeah, exactly what you want. <laughs> and so I appreciate that. And so um, I think... Uh, there's there's been some situations with with people that I know that have struggled to get pregnant and I pray often of for the right thing to happen for you know there sometimes it's like well would this would this would a baby help the situation would it hurt the situation would it and I think sometimes it's important to realize that having a child becoming a mother is not always the best thing for I think we as women do a disservice by not talking about how freaking hard it is yes because we see Instagram and we see these size four bloggers that look perfect and have perfect skin teeth hair outfits houses children dogs that's not real life and if and if it makes a 40 year old woman feel that way Mm -hmm. how does it make a 15 year old girl feel for sure and i think that we i think by not talking about how hard it is to be a working single mom I think that's a disservice, yeah. and I think that you keep it real. I try to, and like, I, good I think, for you. I think that's the thing is that I I know I have a voice, and I think you're the same way. Of like, you have a voice, you have a platform, and, yeah, and you aren't afraid to to speak. Mm-hmm. And so then, if if one person out there thinks, oh, I understand. She, you know, she feels the same way. I mean, I've, I've talked about jealousy on, mm-hmm. on the podcast and just some things that maybe aren't, you know, insecurities and imposter syndrome and those kind of things where I think people suffer in silence so often yeah. and they don't talk about those yeah. things. So to me, it's like we need to talk about yes. those things so that people don't feel like they're they're on an island by themselves. Yeah. And on the other end of things, so we're kind of talking about our own feelings on things. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to understand what your words and what your intent even though your intentions are not negative what your words mean to people so um I was I after Lily was born and Lily was about nine months old and I got really into like working out and fitness and health and I was at the the gym for like two hours I mean the kids were little so they would go into (laughs) childcare and then I just like do some you know classes and I lost like 50 pounds holy I was like working my butt off. I remember I bought the, I like bought this like skin tight black dress yes, for me. And at I, my old yeah uh-huh, yes, yep. at my old store. Yeah, so yeah. how old was was Lily born here? She was. Mm-hmm. So how long had had you been here when Lily was born? Two months to the day we moved. That's right. July twenty seventh, which is my birthday, and Lily was born September twenty seventh. That's right. So two months to the day. So I was you know we were still pretty fresh here, and I was at the YMCA, and I was in a class, and this lady goes, "How are you feel?" Like we took a water break. She goes, "How are you feeling?" I was like. God, it's a it's a tough class. She goes, yeah. She goes, I give you a lot of credit for being here. I go, well, I give you a lot of credit for being here. And she goes, well, how far along are you? Oh my God. And I was like, I am working my beep. Yeah. Off. Yes. And you like, and so I mean, like the tears are like welling up in my eyes and, and all this kind of stuff. Anyways. And I go to her and I, like I, said, I mean, Lily was probably over a year by this point. So she, I'm not. It's not necessary. And I'm like losing weight and I'm working out and all this stuff. And so I went to her and I said. I walked away at first, and then I said, I'm here trying to do better. You will always be the negative, ugly person that you are. I was so mad. I was so upset. And I'm sure, I hope she walked away feeling terrible. Yeah. I hope that she walked away. And I know that sounds bad of me, but 
people need to understand that your words are hurtful and why should why should you have your whole day feel bad because somebody said to you well don't you you'll change your mind or you'll what what kind of legacy are you living like you're not doing enough right listen i feel like i'm getting out of soapbox right now sure I gotta take this jacket off. I'm Give CG a break. I mean, I just think for everybody, like it's yeah. you know why, but I, and I do understand that people are not trying to have ill comments and right. trying to hurt your feelings, but, comma they are, but they are, but they are. Period. Right. And it, it, I always think. So this what is a podcast if, for the a PSA for those people <laughs> who just think that meddling into other people's life choices is their business yeah and even if you do mean well just stop talking yeah. like if it doesn't directly apply to you or affect your life like don't ask someone when they're getting married or when they're having a baby or when xyz mm-hmm. like and i always thought to myself what if i was desperately trying to get pregnant yeah one comment like that could have sent me over the edge you know so well and i think do you have you i i've kind of come up with in the like when do you do i haven't been asked that i'm probably too old for people to ask <laughs> that anymore but um i i like would try and come up with like okay yeah. what's my response i know that this is going to happen so yeah. you know what's my response of like well i'm not pregnant but are you when do you do like I you know still, just things like that that someone asked me at my store one time i had on like a baby doll dress and mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of tinty flowy and it was an older woman god lover yeah. and she was like I did not know you were expecting and like yeah uh, I, I'm not yeah I don't even know what I said I mean I've gotten to the point where like I yeah I mean it's just like what unless unless I literally someone that person has told me I don't even I mean you could be pretty pretty and I have a hard time even saying something because I know what it's like Michael says unless you see the head crowning don't (laughs) Don't ever say anything about having a baby no no and I I you know if somebody wants to talk about it enough they'll talk they'll bring it up themselves and I think that's the thing I don't know how you and I got to the point of talking about children at some point but I think it was just kind of a really organic it wasn't like I was like so when are you having children like let me let me set my you know ovulation watch (laughs) for you and hey Um, another thing while we're talking about ovulation watch Like, I don't know women, where this is going. Women spend so much time trying not to get pregnant. Yeah. And then when you get married, I have a friend going through this right now, and she she's hilarious. And she's like, CG, I've spent my whole life trying not to get pregnant. Yeah. And no one talks about how hard it is to get pregnant. Yeah. So she's like setting timers and doing the ovulation kits and like trying so hard. And she's like, I spent so many years trying not to get pregnant. Now I'm trying to get pregnant. And no one told me how hard it was well and i think sometimes too that's again okay she's spending all this time is this really what life is supposed to be or is she just feeling like i think that's the thing is really trying to check your heart Mm -hmm. on a lot of things because um and that can't be you know you have to be like relaxed and chill for things to naturally happen I believe Mm -hmm. and so if you're like constantly in this state of like timers and kits like is it even gonna happen because you're so stressed I had a tarot card reading the other day and um she said I need to get out of my head and get into my body and I was like oh that's 
100% yes, amen to that. I hear you. Um, But I think that's the thing is that we, you know, especially kind of high-functioning women, we want to plan it all out. We want to know what's happening in the future. And And this friend of mine is a planner. I have a hard time, like, just, like, I I went outside twice this weekend. I saw that. Of, like, just trying to breathe in fresh air and get in. I was like, I need to do this more often. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to, like, just sit and be, I just, like, watch the water flow. And schedule that. Mm Because you schedule everything else. Right, yeah. So schedule that. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, you know, kind of just really being in tune to to yourself mm-hmm. is really important and when you are a business owner or just a leader in, a, in whatever mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of be and and take in to, to take those moments in mm-hmm. and kind of be in tune to what you you're you're doing right. it affects so much it, it affects does. your mental health your physical health your I, relationships with people yeah i struggle with anxiety i know i've said that before and you were talking about how there's power in speaking that mm-hmm. and when i first started struggling i didn't tell anyone because i didn't even know what the heck was going on i don't mm-hmm. know how to explain a panic attack yeah and so then people started talking about anxiety and i'll never forget i watched the today show every morning and carson daly talked about it and i was like bawling hysterically having this light bulb moment like I feel that that's how I feel someone else feels the way that I feel I'm okay I think yeah putting the the words out there we um a kind of hot hot phrase that's going around right now is intrusive thoughts Mm -hmm. and I was telling um my therapist about it and she said well that's such a clinical term I haven't heard that people are using that and I'm like people use that all the time Mm -hmm. and I think that that's a good thing too where you have these thoughts that it's like do I want to give them weight do I want to put holding on what those you know because we all have those thoughts that maybe we shouldn't really put any stock in we should let them come and go and flow out and that's it but we often feel like we have to grab everything that's flying around and so there's thoughts out there and it's like okay is this right is this wrong okay I feel this societal pressure that I need to get married or I need to have kids or I need to you know grow my business I'm sure how many times have you heard people say well when are you opening another CG's like you know and just the the decisions we make we make and and I do think it's important to have a community mm-hmm. but I do think it's important to really vet that community that Mm -hmm. you have and know are these people going to just be people who are combative or you know against things or or critical of everything Mm -hmm. are they just going to be yes ma'am ma'am and just tell me I'm everything is great you kind of need a community that you know is going to really hold value up for your decisions Mm -hmm. and help you kind of work through that but not necessarily in either far end of things right right it's so true and you need people that support you no matter what your choice is even if it's different than theirs for sure that's important for sure and I think like having you know my my best friend has small children she's in the thick of it she's married and there's times where I'll say I'm just so lonely like I just you know it would be nice to have somebody to just sit and watch tv with Mm -hmm. and she's like oh my god I don't want to watch tv with anyone I just want to be alone with a book. And so I think we're very, you know, our lives look very different. Well, and you have rose-colored glasses of being a married mom, probably. Mm -hmm. And you remember that 2% or whatever of those magical moments. Yeah. And then your friend, who is in the thick of it, freaking trying to survive every day, is like, God, I would love to have Tiffany's life. Yeah. Because we always see... 
you know the yeah. opposite end of the spectrum and we're like dang that must be nice but there's there's pros and cons of every chapter in life well and i think season. having having people having those a few not a lot because i'm a, i'm a few kind of person but having those couple people where you can say this is hard mm-hmm. even though you know and i think in our situation she'll you know husbands are not always the easiest all the time right i'm not saying anything offensively about husbands out there but we're so different though we're wired different we are just different and so i think sometimes she feels like i don't want to ever complain about my husband because tiffany doesn't have one right and i'm like well that's okay because i'm gonna complain about dating and you're not dating you know so i think just understanding like i'm just here to listen and i'm here to love you and support you and, and that's super important to have those people because the big S society kind of pushes something on us and then our close lowercase society mm-hmm. of people who we see every day they're pushing their own things on us yeah. and those aren't our people to put stock in that's right and and kind of any other things that you want to talk about to to kind of put out there um just on the subject of the of the show today when i turned 38 two years ago talk about society again i was like okay if i'm going to have a kid we got to get on it. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. I'm 38. Mm-hmm. So anytime that I'm about to do something. So when I was about to do um, CGs, I talked to established business owners. Mm-hmm. When I was about to do The Bean, I went and talked to established nonprofits. When we were going to do roommates, I went and talked to established furniture industry people. So when I turned 38, I <laughs> reached out to two of my customers who are both in their 60s who do not have children. Mm. And I said, I'm going to ask you something very personal, and I want you to be honest with me. Because they've shopped with me since the beginning. We've never talked about the subject that they don't have children. So I didn't know if they had desperately tried. I didn't know if maybe they'd lost a child. I didn't know. So I tiptoed into this conversation, and I said, if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. But this is for me. I'm kind of being selfish right now. I really want your honest opinion. And so at the time... I won't say their names, but that was two years ago. So they were well into their 60s, right? And so I asked them, like, I am turning 38, and I I don't really want children, but I would like to know, do you have any regrets, or did you try to have children? Did you ever want children? Both of them never wanted children. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about, they're in their 60s now. Yeah. So rewind that clock, you know, 30, 30, 40 years ago, when you didn't really see women not having children as much and so both of them were like never and I did this separately they don't know each other they were like I never wanted them Mm -hmm. I never felt that yearning that my friends had and my life has been wonderful I feel complete I don't regret it I don't feel like I missed out and both of them said that so to me that was like my okay I'm okay I'm normal someone else feels this way yeah because there's power when other people are going through or feel the way that you do and so that kind of like sealed the deal I was like I'm normal yeah (laughs) or this is okay yeah because they are both wonderful women who serve their communities who are doing great and they don't feel like they missed out they don't feel like they're empty I think that part of that is a mindset life is all about the mindset that you choose and so if you choose to think that it's it that it's a regretful thing then it it, then it's going to be Mm -hmm. but if you choose I I was having coffee with a friend who is about to be 41 we went to high school together and she um, has not had kids she has not been married 
And she was like, well, you know, I got to have kids soon, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, there are a lot of beautiful things in life that don't involve yes. children. And do you even want them? Right. What, do you want them? Well, and I think, you know, she, she, she was somebody that probably played baby dolls and all that kind of stuff growing up. And she said, well, I've always, you know, just felt this longing for children and well, I feel go. maternal. And it's like, okay, but, but maybe there are ways to feed that desire yes. that aren't having yes. your own children being an aunt is a huge part of that mm-hmm. and and invest you know i know that she loves to serve she loves to travel she loves to do a lot of things and it's like well then maybe it isn't necessary and she, the, the man she's dating has a, a child so it, you know there are ways to to have still children in your life yes. to get that motherly instinct yes i mean man i all the aunts that i've put in my children's lives like those are just as valuable as I am. Yes. And so I think that there are a lot of beautiful things and you have nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and you guys will take them for the weekend. And yeah. so you'll have that kind of interaction. It's not like you hate children. No. And I think people think that too. Like maybe she doesn't like kids. If you spend right. five seconds with me and there's a kid around, yeah. I clearly like kids. Yeah. I just don't have that desire to have my own right and like the the employees at the bean the bean table like those are my babies yeah. like i love them and i would do anything that i could to make their lives better or easier and not that i'm comparing you know that to being a mom but like that's my outlet of like being maternal or right. something like i i love on all kinds of kids you and know that, my and, friends all and, have kids pretty much and that's okay and you've designed your life the way that it needs to be to be happy i think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing with all this societal pressure will tell you you have to do x y and z to be a complete woman yeah and but you can determine what x y and z is yes and it's okay they're variables as my you know previous math teacher i'm gonna bring out my um, (laughs) algebra here but you can determine what x y and z is and so maybe x y and z is you know living in a small town that looks like stars hollow and you know having uh, a great marriage and having a business maybe that's what x y and z is for you and maybe x y and z is you know having two amazing children and living in a small town and running a business like you know whatever like it just it it you can determine yes what but I think we often give into those societal pressures and then we either regret what we have decided Mm -hmm. or we're like in this uncomfortable situation you know we both got married young in our 20s we both got divorced Mm -hmm. and so I think that first marriage was kind of a this is what I'm supposed to do. It's not, this was the choice I'm making right. to choose you happiness. You look around and everybody, you're getting wedding invitations every day. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I guess it's what we should I, do. Yeah, yeah. And so I think just making sure you know. And if you need um, some some help feeling good about your decisions, come talk to me and CG. For real. <laughs> we will be straight up honest whether you want to hear it or not. But I wish someone would have shed some light, mm-hmm. you know, and not just said, don't do it. Right. But think about it. Right. And that's what I've I've tried to instill in my daughters is like, you know, I don't want them to ever be man haters. And I I want them to see that they can have the life they want without a man. But also I want them to see choosing and really making a conscious effort at the the life that they build is important. Think about it. And so if they choose to get married, if they choose to have children, if they choose to run a business, those are all choices that Mm -hmm. we can make. And that's okay. 
if you take the time and, and think out yeah. through what the choices are. And there are consequences to your choices. Like, you know, I think sometimes people are like, oh, I want a baby. Well, do you want to parent the rest of your life or do yes. you want a baby? Yes. If you just want a baby, maybe get a puppy because yes. they stay cute and they're here for 15 well, years. One of, my, one of the girls said something about, well, I think she wants to carry a baby and she wants to know what it's like to carry. I'm like, I having children just for the sake of the nine months of pregnancy is not this is a lifetime <laughs> commitment yeah. you get a lifetime achievement <laughs> award from this and this is not what yeah you maybe know. you want to be a surrogate for right, someone yeah like, give someone else a baby that desperately wants one right. if you just want to grow something in your womb right like yeah. this is a commitment and it's a big deal and it's the most important job you will ever 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 have for sure I think for me the kind of process I went through which I think sometimes people are like oh my god you're so crazy about being a mom like because I do feel such a weight of like I I really truly feel like this was I Mia and Lily were chosen to be my children Mm -hmm. these were these specific humans were meant to be with me yes and I feel like I have this responsibility to raise them to be functioning members of society and women that will feel good about themselves and so I really take it pretty seriously yeah, of did. like this job of equipping yeah like I think I've even said that to you before like you are equipping them to handle life and they've already dealt with some things right yeah. mm-hmm. with going through the divorce and you have shared with me how you you know you want them to see the good the bad and the ugly because this is real life right for sure and I think for me I always think like okay they're 10 and 13 now they're not always 10 and 13 so I'm giving them appropriate tools for a 10 and and Mm -hmm. 13 year old did I say 15 13 year old um but those I, I want those tools to be able to grow so that at 13 she can understand about relationships or she can understand about herself and so those tools are going to go into her adulthood yes. and not just oh that's cute or you're you're too young to have those feelings or right. we, I mean I'm 41 and I still have feelings I don't understand like right. so right. you know let's figure out how to deal with this because it you know, this is yeah. going to be a recurring thing throughout life. Yeah. So. Why do you think you're feeling this way? Let's sure. dig into it. Let's yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And it's so. okay to feel that way. Yeah. Whatever that way is. Whatever that way is. <laughs> yeah. So anything, any other last parting thoughts? I mean, so. we could, you, you thought lots, you took notes. Yeah. It's just, you know, I think the, the what I want to leave people with is just make the best choice for you. Do what you and your, you know, your husband or wife or maybe you are by yourself do what you think is best for you Mm -hmm. and don't listen to society because you don't have to have the picket fence and the husband and the 2.5 kids and the dog you don't yeah if you want that that's also okay yeah if you want to marry your high school sweetheart and you want to have a baby at 22 do that if Mm -hmm. that's what you want but don't look around and say I've got to do this because it's what everyone else is mm-hmm. doing. If you feel this like nagging on you that it's not. We know. Mm-hmm. We as women. Don't keep pushing that, that nagging away. Don't ignore it. Don't. God, I ignored it for so many years. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. This is who I am. And it's okay. Yeah. So. Well, and, and, and the other side of the PSA is that when people tell you their, their choices, respect them. Yes. 
and know that even though it doesn't look the things that make you happy are not the things that make other people happy just as much I mean I, I know it sounds so simple but if your favorite color is blue I don't need to tell you don't worry you'll change your favorite the color pink is so much prettier than blue yeah, right it's <laughs> it's just that it, it, is, it that is that simple. simple it really is and so you know just respect like we, we yeah. would, that, everybody can hear that and say that sounds ridiculous nobody would ever say pink is a better color than blue but it's but kind of the same it thing. It is. So just, you know, our little PSA out there. Be kind <laughs> and just do you and stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. <laughs> respect others. I'm so glad to have you back um, with Powered by Her. Like I said, I feel like this isn't the end of the end, but I feel no. like this is just, you know, it's a good, we're probably ending, ending season. I think round four now these days. Um, so it's kind of the end of season four. Coming and it's up, fun to like, you know, now I'm in this season. Yeah. Like, you know, we were in that season. Oh my gosh. That feels like, like I said, forever ago. Yeah. So, so. I appreciate you coming back. Thanks for and, having me. Um, if you haven't checked out Roommates, go check out um, Roommates, CG's podcast that she did for Hot Second. Yeah. And so check out some of those episodes. Check out her previous Powered by Her episodes. Go way, scroll, 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 scroll back to the beginning. All the way to the beginning. Um, yeah. And, and then you were in our... Uh, on our, our live or yes. our, our, our video podcast that we did for that's when we second. were doing the bean yeah about you to just, do the bean yep I think that opened season three we did that I one so, so. Yeah. thank you so much for coming in if you want to know more about Powered by Her head over to PoweredByHer.com join the community support the cause and we'll see you next week